Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. Hey, folks, it's Mark Aram. I hope you're enjoying the Mark Aram Show podcast. A reminder, you can hear this very radio show live Monday through Friday. We're live 6 to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday on 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. Hey, it's a, it's a Tuesday. Some people celebrate Taco Tuesday. It's Mark Aram with you. No tacos in studio yet, but I do have the bananas, and we're with you for the next two hours. Keeping you informed and entertained on your ride home. Hope you're enjoying the glorious weather. The traffic not so glorious. Don't worry. The nation's best traffic team has you covered with updates every six minutes. Uh, A lot of stuff to talk about in the show tonight. Uh, I am convinced we will never now live in a world without COVID-19. I'll explain why. This will be a part of our lives forever. Kind of like your in-laws. Forever. They're, they're just going to be around, Longoria. you got to deal with it. Unless them. you get a divorce. but then <laughs> no, They're still going to be around, hassling you. Oh, we'll talk about that. Okay. And, and speaking of Longoria, what are we going to do for Halloween this year? You just heard Sabrina Cupid's yeah. story there. We'll talk about that. But it is Tuesday, and we like to kick things off with uh, our big buddy, Sanjay. It's time. Or would you rather with little Sanjay? He is the guru, the soothsayer, the truth seeker, the asker of unanswerable questions. Uh, he's cooking dinner, so he couldn't use the fancy new thing we've got, Longoria. Making... Well, we got two fancy new things. One of them failed on him, so well, we'll give him that. allegedly, yeah. allegedly. But he is—I mean, I, I, believe, I believe him. He is little Sanjay. Would you rather? Oh, crash my phone, man. I don't know why. Whenever I imitate Sanjay, I don't do like an uh, Hindu accent. I do like a California surfer dude accent. Yeah. <laughs> Crash my phone, That's man. Fair. I mean, if you didn't know That's any better, fair. you uh, didn't tell anybody his name. He sound he could easily yeah. pass as a surfer. He's dude. a Keanu Reeves. Yeah, yeah. he's a, he's an Indian <laughs> Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Indian <laughs> Hindu <laughs> surfer from Alabama. So just to be clear, <laughs> yeah, the reason I'm busting Sanjay's little chops are uh, we went out and spent fourteen thousand dollars on this new system, <laughs> so wow, Sanjay could actually uh, not have to call in on his phone, so he could do it like a live broadcast. And what was his excuse longer? He said it, it, the, it, that when he opened up the app and he tried to connect that it would crash. And I said, okay. Well, I, well, asked, me, I asked IT. I mean, I asked uh, yeah. engineering. And they just basically said to make sure that his phone was updated. I, and that was updated. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. I've, to be fair, that, he doesn't have a flip you, phone. If you, if you were to have asked me and paid me $14,000, I would be in the studio. You're not allowed. Tuesday you are Thursday. not allowed. We, we, uh, yeah, you're not on the, the official Cox, uh, radio payroll. So the same system that Nicole and we Randy use every that. week. Yeah. Everyone else, the millennials can figure oh, that's it out. Clean feed, but that that's different. He Whatever. couldn't get to the computer. You, what, you're what, anyway, Sanjay's here not to talk tech, <laughs> uh, but to ask us, would you rather questions? We're going to answer them in studio. I would love it. If you played along in your car while you're stuck in traffic, what is the first question tonight, Sanjay? All right, number one, would you rather have $10 every time someone said something positive about you or $10 every time someone said something negative about you? Give me that you negative money. Be, Give me that negative money. You don't have money. to be present to, <laughs> to earn the yeah, money. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm getting... 
There are people who I knew 40 years ago that are saying negative things about me right now. Give me that 10 bucks every time says something, someone says something negative about me. Especially now that I got married. Because I think this will be this this is a, this will be considered a negative comment. Like, why is she with him? You know, like I bet that's been going on a lot right now. So, give me the negative ten bucks, Deborah Green. Negative all the way. Yeah, yeah. I don't think people say negative oh, things please about you. Walk in the newsroom. <laughs> and no one ever says positive things, right? People are going to easily do. complain. Yeah, but people complain more before they'll say, "Oh, that was great." They'll be like, "I didn't like that." Now, here I don't, Sanjay, you be the the uh, judge whether this is negative or not. I never heard anyone say anything bad about negatively about Deb. They just don't know. They're like, why doesn't she talk to anybody? I don't think that's negative. Or just um, who she is. I'm gonna say that's yeah, that's neutral. I that's mean, not negative. I do talk on the radio five hours every understood, day. Understood, understood. Yeah, uh, uh, Chuck, I know your answer. Do we really think anyone's saying positive things about me? Come on. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just playing the law of averages. I'm Veronica Harrell says you smell great. Well, I, okay, so you know what? A, that, that $110 bill is not making it. She's like, that Chuck smells so good. Anyway, uh, Longoria. Negative. Really? Yeah. John Kielbasa would have given me at any. least 40 bucks yesterday. Yeah, he would have. No. Yeah, he would have. <laughs> But but overall, you're beloved, man. Everybody Nobody's loves Longoria. Nobody's saying anything negative about you. Yeah, well, I hope not. Veronica Rell doesn't mention your smell. She doesn't. No. But she loves you. I mean, you—that's you, wrong, Longoria. Yeah, he Absolutely. might be the one to go the other way. Absolutely, hundred percent go the yeah, other so. way. People people praise you. They recognize um, you when you're out because of your voice. Yeah, no, yeah. Funny. No, you're take the positive money there. Uh, next question, Sanjay. All right, would you rather read fiction or nonfiction, assuming you read? So it's so funny. It was, I think it was 2014, and I made a New Year's resolution to read a book a week. And I did it. I did it the whole year. Um, and I did a, a formula. I would read two nonfiction and then reward myself with fiction, right? Like I wanted to learn that year, like not not just to do it, but I want to actually learn something. So I would I would power through two nonfiction books like biographies or you know his uh, World War One book or whatever, and then I'd reward myself with like dessert, which was fiction. So I guess that, like the carrot for me was fiction. So I guess I would pick fiction. I guess that that's my answer. I mean, yeah, I like the history stuff. I yeah. really enjoy that. But I could watch a documentary and kind True. of get the same thing. So I, yeah. I'll do fiction. There, I, I think fiction. I, I flew. I fly through fiction books easier, right? Like novels. Yeah, because you can kind of make page turners. Yeah. yeah, like uh, a, a really down uh, book about World War One wasn't exactly a page turner. You're like, oh, and then the mustard <laughs> gas tore off their faces. You know, it was like. So I'm gonna go. Uh, yeah, I'm sticking with fiction. Nonfiction. Nonfiction. Yeah. I'll go board? fiction. Go fiction. Yeah. yeah, that's a really interesting question, Sanjay. <laughs> would you rather continues with a little Sanjay? What's the next question, Sanjay? All right, if you could choose one day of the work week that would be included in the weekend from now onwards, Monday through Friday, whichever day you choose, which one would it be? What? Like every Wednesday is now a holiday. It's like you're, you're doing so a three-day it weekend, part, but you get to choose. It doesn't, it doesn't become part of the weekend. It's just like a bonus day off during the it's week. It's a bonus day off. It's like and, another— And what are my options? Monday through Friday. Well, you unless you pick Monday or Wednesday Friday. Off. Yeah. I'm going to go, I don't want a case of the Mondays. I'm going to take every Monday off, I think. I think, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to take, because I like Fridays. Everyone's happy on a Friday. Payday Fridays especially. Donut Fridays. Mondays, everyone drags ass in here like, oh. Donut Donut Friday. Donut Friday. Everyone loves Donut Friday. So I'm going to make Monday my third uh, vacation day of the week. Wednesday. Yeah? 
just to break up the monotony. I'm here the weekends anyway. It doesn't matter. So Wednesday. Deborah's a seven-day. So you're just going to break up the work week and take a... Yeah, it's just enough of a break. Take hump day off. There you go. All right. Uh, Low T, Chuck. Friday all the way. Friday? Yeah. So you're going to hit the mountains early? I'm fine with Monday. Nobody gets anything done. You can slog off. (laughs) Well, that, that's every day for him. Nobody right. gets anything so, done so on Monday. You I might not right get in. anything done on Mondays. Longo but... just made ten dollars. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm not opposed to Friday, but uh, I, I I worked a four day week, four tens, yeah. or whatever, twelve, whatever the number's supposed to be, and uh, I like having I like having Friday off. I was I, I'm I would, fine coming to work on Monday. I would love to do the four day work week. For it's, sure. It was great. It yeah. was the best schedule I ever had. But I, th- Ever. you know, you know why I'm going to take Mondays, because if you want to go out of town, assuming pre-pandemic, you can get cheaper flights returning on Coming a Monday, on Monday than Friday Sunday. and Sunday. So yeah, right. that was that's the part. not true. That's business travel day. I, I don't know how often you travel, but business travel days stink. What, what the hell do you know about business travel? I used to do it once upon a time. When yeah, I back in '84, when <laughs> you were flying Eastern Airlines, uh, <laughs> Longoria. Uh, I'm gonna take Friday. Yeah, I just think Friday is take Friday off. Take the for the long weekend mm-hmm. on Friday. All right, so we'll all have different work schedules. I like it. Yeah. Uh, next question, Sanjay. All right, would you rather Apple or Android? Assuming the costs are comparable. Uh, I, I, I'm. I was a slow adapter to the Apple world. I hung out of that BlackBerry for as long as I Blackberry could. BlackBerry was great. Yeah, I love the BlackBerry. It was. I miss it. I, my, I think my dad finally got rid of his last year. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I've got the Apple iPhone, got the uh, MacBook Pro, whatever. Uh, so I'm an Apple dude. Deborah Green. Yeah, I've been working on Macs since uh, high school, I guess, so I prefer Apple. Yeah. Yep. L- uh, T Chuck. Android. I cannot stand Apple Really? Products. Hate them. Why? Why is there any reason for old people and junior high girls? <laughs> that's a broad wow. swath of people. So yeah, everyone between junior high for. girls and old people. And old people. There, that's you're closer to. You're locked people. into Apple. You can't do anything with it. Yeah, nah, that I can't. I don't it. think. I don't think Android. most old folks use the Apple product. Everybody old uses Apple. Really? Sanjay, yeah, he's you, right. <laughs> Sanjay. Sanjay. <laughs> what do your parents use, Sanjay? They both have Apple. Oh, all right. So do my parents. All right. Really? Yeah. Pa. Oh, Paul, yeah. Paul's got an iPhone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Paul, Paul. <laughs> Longoria. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to the dark side. Android all the yeah. way. Really? Yeah. yeah. Right. Interesting. Leslie's Apple, but mm. yeah, so is my wife. <laughs> they, oh, she you're hates a, it. a mixed family. Oh, yeah, yeah, we are. Nice. Yeah. You and Chuck should live together. <laughs> we should. We'd be the Jennifer and Leslie should get together. <laughs> wow, I would actually like to see that. I mean, uh, next question, Sanjay. <laughs> all right, last question. Yes. Would you rather all of your shirts be three sizes too big? Or one size too small. Oh, three sizes. I mean, I wear shirts that are three sizes too big now. I hate tight shirts. Just They, they just accentuate, <laughs> accentuate my man you. boobs, <laughs> my moobs. Uh, I need the man's ear. Uh, so, yeah, give me uh, give me shirts that are three sizes too big. Deborah Green. Uh, it depends on where I'm going. Gym and work. I That's mean, basically where you... Yeah, I mean, gym, I don't mind the smaller shirts, like, obviously. But yeah. work, I always wear baggier clothes here. Yeah. I, I did the 90s baggy style pretty well. I'll do that. Okay. Uh, low T Chuck. Uh, three sizes is too big. So, too much. Yeah. If it was two, I, I would, but three, I, I'd be swimming in it all the time. Yeah. Me. So I'll take the tighter. Longoria. Three sizes too big. I'm not Jared. Come I got on. yelled at. <laughs> I'm, not I'm not Jared. Jared. <laughs> I got yelled at from TV because I would buy my dress shirts too big. Yeah. And they're like, you got to stop. Like, you got to get something. You're swimming big. in it that thing. It looks weird on TV. It if does. Too big, it yeah. does. So, uh, all right. Sanjay uh, was not at his uh, palatial mountain retreat. 
actually joined us on the phone, though. Uh, he is the official accountant of the Mark Aram Show. Find him on Facebook, Brass Tax Accounting or Brass.Tax Online. Good to have you back, Silky. My man. All right, we'll come back. We'll kick things off. 404-872-0750. This is the Mark Aram Show. So I don't know if you guys have noticed uh, when you're out and about, folks that listen to the show, there, there are certain demographics that listen to this show, right? Um, taxi drivers, Uber drivers, Lyft drivers, they're big listeners of the show. Uh, law enforcement folks, big listeners of the show. Um, and also, like the delivery folk, like mailmen, uh, male women, male persons, sorry, Deborah, uh, <laughs> UPS people, FedEx people, couriers. Couriers are a thing. I don't know if you ever used a courier, Longoria. No, but but I know what they are. They're they're they uh, they listen to the show, and I love that you guys listen, guys and gals, all the the drivers, the law enforcement folk, the delivery folk. I need I need one of the delivery folks to call in right now because I want to know. You ever heard of FedEx Smart Post? No, this is new to me. <sighs> no, it's I don't know what it is either. I want someone to explain it to me. What is FedEx Smart Post? So something was shipped to me via FedEx Smart Post, and it hasn't arrived yet, but I don't know anything about FedEx Smart Post. I but, just it's want... been, but it's been delivered to you already? No, no, it oh. hasn't. It was it it got it was sent from Florida, got to Ellenwood on Thursday, Thursday of last week, and it's still not from Ellenwood to Northwest Atlanta, still not here on a Tuesday. I just don't understand. Someone tell me what FedEx Smart Post is. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. When we come back, why I think we will never be completely free of COVID-19. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. News, weather, and traffic next. Hi, this is Lewis Gossett, Jr. This is the Mark Aram Show. And if you have any common sense, you should listen to the Mark Aram Show. 639, 21 in front of 7, 66 gorgeous degrees on Peachtree Street. I am loving this weather uh, three and a half, four-ish on the Mark Aram Show back sweat meter. I did sweat a little bit when I walked the dogs before I came in. Uh, before we get back to uh, my theory on why we will never have a world without COVID-19, I'm trying to get to the bottom of uh, FedEx Smart Post. Um, Justin is in McDonough. Justin, you, you are familiar with FedEx Smart Post? Yeah, so FedEx and UPS use the post office quite often to do the final mile delivery to your house. So you may order something and have it shipped through FedEx or UPS. They take it most of the way to your house, and once it gets to your local post office, your mail carrier will actually deliver it to your house uh, instead of a FedEx or UPS truck. So if it's in Ellenwood, it's probably still at the FedEx facility and has not made it to uh, your post office. And if it's been there for more than a few days, it's probably lost. Oh, son of a biscuit. Are you serious? Like, it got, I, I you know, so I get the FedEx update because it, it's FedEx, uh, whatever. And it was like, right. yeah, it, it the tracking says it got to Ellenwood Thursday morning. And then it said delivery by Monday, 9 p.m. I'm like, that's silly. I, I could walk it from Ellenwood to my house by 9 p.m. And then 9 p.m. came yesterday. Nothing happened. And today it's like, oh, uh, the post office has it. Check your regular mail. I'm like, what? What's yeah. going? Ah, but you think it's gone, huh? Well, if they if it's in your regular mail, that's how it's supposed to be. But if it's uh made it to Ellenwood yes, uh, I guess last week and was supposed to be delivered yesterday by nine, that's the post office delivering it to your household. Can I go so, pick things up in, in Ellenwood, or, is, or they don't allow that? I don't believe so. Okay. But 
But, uh, again, keep it on your regular mail because that's where it's supposed to head to. I will. And, and Deborah, you Googled it, and what did what did they say? FedEx is a low—FedEx uh, Smart Post yeah, is— It is a cost-effective service for your low-weight residential shipments and returns, which means bottom of the, of the priority list. Yes, but so basically no guarantee on the delivery, though, right? Like, there's—I can't— file a claim if this thing never gets delivered. But that's probably why it's taking a little longer. Whenever anything gets shipped to Marietta, it takes them like three days to get it to my house. Yeah. Even though it's in the same city. I, seven days, typically? Well, it was shipped last Monday, so that'd be eight days now. Yeah, but thir- since they got it on Thursday, I would yeah. count seven. Oh, I got you. I, I mean, I have. I would have no problem driving to Ellenwood to get this package. It's probably not at Ellenwood. It's probably yeah. at your local. It's probably, yeah, it's probably at your, at your local post. We'll see. I'll let, you, I'll let you know tomorrow. Justin, thanks for the info, buddy. My pleasure. Enjoy the show. Hey, thanks so much. Uh, Jeff is in Snellville. Jeff, welcome to the program. How you doing, Mark? Hey, brother. Hey, uh, that, he's he's correct. Everything that's – I work for UPS, and I am an unloader there at UPS. And during the seasonal, I'm on the truck with the UPS driver for your package. Usually, your package will be uh, – wherever you get it from will be sent to UPS. And if it's a small weight package or whatnot, it will go directly to to the post office because it's lightweight and usually uh also uh your package should be uh like it could be lost in the system or whatnot yeah if you got if you still have the tracking number i do for that for that you can always track back to it or also call the uh, uh go down to, to the facility yeah the, what's and, interesting I, you know i'm going to tweet out a screenshot of <laughs> what the the tracking thing says because the tracking tracking thing said basically eh. <laughs> That's basically what it says. It did like, what dealers do when they yeah, walk away from the table. Exactly. It was like a blackjack. I was like, yeah, I'm out of here. Like, it's not my <laughs> issue anymore. Check your regular mail. And it's like, ah. Like, I love FedEx. I love UPS. I love my mailman. I love all of them. When you cross the streams, yeah, that's don't cross streams. Something, something got messed up there. Uh, Brian is up on the Mark Aram Show. What's up, Brian? Hey, man. What's up, Mark? How are you, brother? Not bad. I'm actually a FedEx driver. And your mail is probably sitting on a pallet at the Crown Road Post Office and hasn't been scanned in yet. Oh, really? Yeah, I actually deliver mail to the post office. Okay. And I see it every day. They bring in three to five tractor-trailer loads of that mail all shrink-wrapped on the pallet. And the post office is just overwhelmed. So most likely it'll get in the system the next day or so. You'll mm-hmm. get it. Yeah. But it's just a massive amount of mail they're receiving at the Atlanta Post Office. Well, I just don't know why. So let me let me give you the full disclosure. I, I ordered a a box of, a box of baseball cards, shocking, from Tops.com, and normally this stuff gets here pretty quick. But this FedEx, I didn't choose FedEx Smart Post. They just apparently now default to that because it's inexpensive. For <sighs> literally Longoria. I could be on Longoria's shoulders holding the package and walk from Ellenwood to my house in less time than it's taken to get up there. I that mean, I would have to walk, not you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. I'd be on your shoulders. Yeah. You oh, can walk it. Walk, <laughs> He's not walking. All right, uh, enough with the, the smart post. Uh, hopefully, <laughs> I'll eventually get my package. Why I think we will never be without the Rona in our lives when we come back. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the show, 6.52, 8 in front of 7 o'clock. What are we going to do for Halloween? That's coming up next hour. I'm going to give you my theory, Chuck. I know you're at the edge of your seat, 
and why I think we will always live in a world with COVID-19. But I want to make sure these folks on the phone get their uh, their shake, fair shake. John's in Swanee. John, welcome to the show. How are you, sir? Good. How are you? Excellent. What's on your uh, mind, buddy? The, well, just the FedEx thing. I'm uh, another odd thing that happened to us was we had to ship something to Japan and needed it there in a week. And we went to FedEx. They said they could not guarantee it in a week. So we said, what the hell? We'll go to the post office. Post office. They said, yeah, we can get it there in a week. Guaranteed. And they gave us the form to fill out. And it was a FedEx form. So I said, why am I filling out a FedEx form? <laughs> why, am, why am I filling out a FedEx form? They said, we, we ship it over there on FedEx planes. I said, but FedEx said they couldn't guarantee we'd get there in a week. They're like, well, we can. So I, I, I have no idea how they work their stuff. Was this- I, I, I drive. UPS, but I don't. I don't think we do anything with the post office, as far as I know. Was this pre or post COVID? Oh, this is about two or three years ago. Okay, so pre COVID. That's weird. I thought yeah. FedEx, like, oh, uh, I thought FedEx, like, that's their thing. Like, when you absolutely, positively need it there overnight, isn't isn't that their their old? That's, that's why. That's why we went there first. Yeah, <laughs> I would think so. Uh, my wife's uh, mom lives in Japan, and she sends stuff internationally all the time. Uh, but it's never like a time rush, you know. It's like it's very, it's very expensive. I mean, we, my, my girlfriend works with a bunch of Japanese folks, and they, uh, one time she sent back, helped, helped one of her bosses send a suitcase full of paper towels to Japan <laughs> because it, she was saying that the paper products over there are not the same, and they really like our paper products. He spent a fortune sending a suitcase full of paper towels. To yeah, it's, there's some weird stuff that Maya sends to her mom, like Pepto Bismol. <laughs> like yeah, like they yeah. don't have Pepto Bismol, and like some weird candies that they they can't get over there. Um, but, yeah, but but you can get, but their candies are great, and sure. and it's hard to find them over here. Like they have they have uh, seasonal flavors, different flavors you'll never see here unless maybe you go to Super H Mart. Uh, Kit Kats. Oh, the I was about to say the Kit Kat flavor. When I was leaving uh, Tokyo to fly back at the duty free shop. I, uh-huh. I bought maybe three hundred dollars worth of Kit Kats. Because, <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, because they have flavors you've never heard of. Like they had right. uh, tamales, Deborah Green, and they had <laughs> like, like a, mint and strawberry and stuff like, like that. Like just don't crazy they? Kit Kat flavors. Yeah, that that's good stuff. Mark. Thank you, John. Appreciate the call, buddy. Uh, Marco's in Lilburn. We need more lemon <laughs> What's going on, Marco? Hey, that was a funny story. Wow. <laughs> um, I had the same thing with uh, FedEx also, but I got it five days later. They just said they put a rush on searching it. They said that we just lose stuff because it's just busy. Right? <laughs> we, we just that lose a, stuff. No big deal. Yeah, it just, it just so happens. Um, yeah. And um, so you just got to deal with it, you know? Yeah. So listen, <laughs> I, I just say yeah. going forward, if you have a delivery option, pick regular FedEx, regular mm-hmm. UPS, or regular UPS, USPS. Mm-hmm. Let them let USPS, them from yeah. you know you don't want to be switching services like let just one company handle it. I've never yeah. had issues when it's just a singular company, but when you're doing the handoff Longoria, it's like baton race, right? Yeah, <laughs> Longoria and I have never yeah. raced in a baton no, well, race. No, no. I, I should ask yeah. Chuck. Well, in a when second. you get a discount, that's what happens. Exactly, they just go to a cheaper carrier because they can't handle it. I guess. Yeah. All right, Marco. Um, appreciate it. Oh, go ahead, buddy. Okay. Uh, I was gonna say yeah. I I agree that we're just gonna have to live with certain viruses or things that happen in life and we just have to deal with it and learn to live with them. Yeah, but I think this I in think particular and you're gonna you're gonna enjoy what I have to say coming up after news weather traffic. Chuck, uh former division one athlete in Montana. Um yes. you ever did your do the baton races? Oh yeah. I was, I was. What's the key to the baton handoff? 
what do you mean as far as be, it being successful? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, a, lot of, a lot of practice, timing. Timing yeah. is the biggest Timing is the biggest yeah, issue. Timing is the biggest Would thing. you rather give the baton to some dude or have, <laughs> no, stop or have some dude give you the baton? Do you, stop do it. you look at the baton when you're, when you're handing it off? Let's just say I was a third leg, so I always got... I got you I, got it both I, ends. I take the baton and I had to yeah. take the baton. <laughs> you got it on both ends. Okay. Fair I got the best of both of worlds. worlds. <laughs> yeah, so it's just, it's just timing. <laughs> it's just timing. When you grab the dude's baton yes. and when the dude grabs your you're baton, it's just... What? I'm trying you're to... Because obviously I've never done a baton race. Yeah, of course. Yeah, all right. There you go. Clarification from uh, former Division One track uh, athlete. Filing a complaint. Beefsteak Charlie. <laughs> uh, I don't think I, I'm not coordinating. I can't run fast. A and B, like they, you can't even like look behind, right? Don't you just have your hand out and then they place? You do. You just close your eyes. Yeah. and Hope they put hope, it in. There. Hope for the best. <laughs> All right. Close your eyes and hope for the best. When we come back on the Mark Aram Show, finally, why I think we will always have coronavirus in our lives. 404-872-0750. This is. The Mark Aram Show. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I want this town to be near you. to the show and a good Tuesday Eve to you. Mark Aram here. You there at 707, seven minutes after seven o'clock. This is the Mark Aram Show heard Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. Whole family's here today. Deborah Green produces the show. Longoria, the stoic one on the other side of ye old takeout window. Low T Chuck. Low Screens then calls. We're going to talk about Halloween plans in just a little bit, but I've, I've been talking about this for the first hour of the show. I never got to it. Uh, and that's my fault. That's that's my fault. I'm disorganized. Um, why I think we are never going to live in a world without COVID nineteen. Here, here you go, Longoria. I know, okay. I know you you talk you think a lot about the COVID because uh, you've got two young daughters. You've got uh, your mom is in that vulnerable group. My parents in the vulnerable mm-hmm. group. Chuck's pa is in the vulnerable <laughs> yeah. group. Deborah's aunt in uh, Mexico. She's far enough she's off fine. the grid. Yeah, no one's near her. Yeah, she's she's in self isolation. Here's why I think it's it, it's never going to go away. I don't know if you if you heard today on the news, uh, but the numbers are climbing again, and it, we, it was to be expected after Memorial Labor Day. Memorial Day just passed. What was it? Labor, Labor Day. After Labor, Labor Day, Day, everyone got together. They had the picnics, and we knew it was coming. Now I think there are 22 states where it's on the rise, like like they're in the red. Georgia's not in it. Georgia's still going up, but what gradually. Um, and I just I. It's going to be this cycle, and I, I just don't think we're ever going to be uh, away from a, a zero. We're never going to get to a zero transmission rate. It's just not going to happen. That's just the that's just the way we are, and it's not just us. Now we're seeing. I heard, I don't know if you heard Chris Chandler in the news. They're having uh, flare ups in Europe now. Pubs in Ireland. England re shut down. England. So it's not. I mean, we we suck <laughs> as far as the COVID. We do Americans. We we have not done well. But it's not just us. Like England is now because you know people want to get out and do what they got to do. Like I talked about it yesterday, Saturday night in Buckhead. It was like crazy. That's one factor why I think it's never going to go away because we're never going to get to a zero transmission rate. The second thing is, so the FDA has uh, tightened the restrictions on a possible vaccine, which I think is good, right? I know the president wants it before the election, but I'd rather get it 
dead on balls accurate right the vaccine then rush it for the election like let the, let them come up with a vaccine that works even if they do though and we've talked about this on the air what percentage of americans do you think will actually get that vaccine right 30 percent of americans thinks uh covid is a hoax so that's 30 percent of the population right now that is not like if you think it's a hoax why are you going to get a vaccine for the hoax then you've got anti-vaccine folks that are still you know i don't know what percentage that is and then you've got folks that don't like needles. Then you've got folks like uh, that are healthy, you know, the millennial generation, the Gen Zers. Like, what do I need a vaccine for? Even if I get it, I'm going to be fine. So realistically, maybe a quarter of the population is going to get the vaccine. Maybe. I think that's high. Even you think that's I, high? I do. I think that's high. Yeah. So the fact that even if they come up with a vaccine that, and, and no vaccine is 100% uh, perfect, but even if they did, hypothetically, Fauci comes out and Burks comes out I'm like this vaccine, you get it. You will never, ever contract the coronavirus. People are still not going to get it. So I just think we're, we're going to be it's it's going to be like the flu every year. Well, what's the you know, what are the flu numbers this year? What are the covid numbers this year? And every year we're going to be doing PSAs. Oh, get your get your flu shot and your covid <laughs> vaccine, you know, all in one. It's just always going to be with us forever and ever. And, and the third reason, and maybe this might be the trickiest part of it is. And again, I'm not an epidemiologist. I'm not an uh, infectious disease expert. I'm barely an expert on food. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. I was trying to throw you a ball. <laughs> yeah, something. Uh, baseball cards. Baseball I'm, I'm cards. a baseball card. Yeah, okay. um, I'm not a, an expert on infectious diseases, but I, I would think that this thing is going to be mutating, right? Like the flu mutates. Like there's new strain of flu. Uh, I, I think I would imagine the coronavirus is going to uh, eventually mutate at some point again most of my knowledge comes from outbreak right right, right you know yeah. with with dustin hoffman yeah, yeah who cast dustin hoffman in that role by the way <laughs> what a weird casting job in that movie. weird dustin hoffman morgan freeman fine actors yeah but like that those are the military dudes and then renee renee so was fine she was good but dustin hoffman come on he's tootsie he's the <laughs> he's not in the, dustin hoffman's not in the army like the casting, and he did a fine job. It was a good movie, but the casting director's like, oh, we need an army infectious disease expert, Dustin Hoffman. What? <laughs> he wouldn't get through basic training, Dustin Hoffman, <laughs> right? And no offense, I love sure, the guy. A guy like that. Yeah, exactly. He would have been hazed out of basic training. <laughs> There's no way. Uh, anyway, so that that's my working theory. Is uh, and again, I'm I, we hit the two hundred thousand uh, death mark in the United States today. I just think this is going to be a yearly thing. I don't think we are ever fully going to get rid of COVID-19 for the facts I stated uh, above. Uh, we're horrible at following orders for the masks and the social distancing and the washing the hands. A majority, a vast majority of the population is not going to get the vaccine. Even if it's guaranteed to, to save your life, people still won't get it. And I think there's going to be mutations. So th that's what I think, why I think COVID-19 will will always be with us. Your thoughts on that. And and if you think I'm wrong, tell me I'm wrong. If you think I'm right, tell me I'm right. If you don't care, you can call in anyway. 404-872-0750-1800 WSB Talk. While you collect your thoughts on that, let's talk about Halloween. Longoria, okay. uh, I don't know if Chuck's daughter's old enough to trick-or-treat yet. Oh, yeah, she yeah. knows all about it. She's going to be a little dinosaur. She's super. That's all she talks about. So it's, be, it's being talked about by parents right now. What... Are the plans, because we heard Sabrina Cupid, our health reporter, saying, the CDC saying, trick-or-treating, not a good idea. Do you have plans yet on what you no, do? No, not really. I mean, we've kind of thrown a couple ideas around. Like, um, there's two, two girls that they 
go to school with, you know, um, down the street. We thought maybe we'd throw a little backyard party and mm. just kind of keep our distance. And, you know, they can bring food. We can have food, our own yeah. food, that kind of stuff, just to do that. But we we don't know. We have no idea. Door-to-door trick-or-treating not going to be a thing? We thought about it, but we just don't know how many people are going to be giving out stuff yeah. in our neighborhood, you know? I think you're going to have a lot of bowls left out. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, there's suggestions that they've given, like, where you could prepackage your stuff and, you know, of course... You got to trust that the people are washing their hands and wearing gloves when they're packaging the candy bags, yeah. and they're going to leave them out so you can just grab them. You know, that's an idea. Well, I but... think I think no matter what, if if you do collect candy, whether it's just hanging out at a bowl or you go door to door, you know, back when we were kids, you know, the parents would check for needles, right? That was the big thing. Is there a needle in the Snickers? Razor blades. Yeah, razor blades and needles and blah blah. blah. I don't think I think Longoria, when your daughters get home from trick or treating, if they go. You just got to take a can of Lysol and just spray down all the wrappers, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Or just soak them in pine saw. I don't no. know if that's healthy. No, don't no, do that. Don't soak not. them in no, anything. No, don't do that. But but just spray, I mean, desanitize, sanitize yeah, the, could, yeah. the wrappers. I was talking to my wrappers. <laughs> desanitize Tupac. <laughs> um, no. I, was, I was talking to one of my friends the other day who has, uh, they're older kids than yours. They're like tweens. Okay. 11 to, I don't know what the hell it's yeah, yeah. yeah. something yeah, like that. And I said, well, what are your kid? what are you going to do for Halloween? That's why I came up with this, the idea for the story. And he's like, well, there's this, apparently there's this like famous neighborhood in Dunwoody. I don't know if I don't have kids, so I've never heard about it. It's like the whole neighborhood goes all out for Halloween, like huge. Uh, it's to be Dave Cohn's neighborhood or something. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Huge decorations. And they put massive bowls of candy at the bottom of the driveway. So it's not like a door-to-door thing, but you just go, and he says that's what probably they're going to do is just go to this this like really fancy, famous neighborhood in Dunwoody and just take the candy from the bowl. The only bad part, I guess, is everybody's putting their hands in that bowl. Yeah. So, mm. Wear gloves. Yeah. And, uh, and I guess just sanitize yeah. when you get home. So your daughter is is psyched. She's going to dress up. What What's going on? What are you going to do trick-or-treating? So though, Chuck? we're actually going back to Montana. So they've got a little, like, kids parade that they do. Um, and it's – I don't know how they have it set up, but I've been told it's less contact. They do this little parade thing up Main Street for the little kids. Yeah. And it kind of kicks it off. And then they're doing a lot of – a lot of churches are doing kind of a parking lot thing. Okay, that's a good but idea. But I don't know the details of it. I just know they're, like, trying to adjust so the kids can still – especially the younger ones can still go around. So I think they're going to try to, like, instead of going to people's houses, go to their we cars. Did, when I was a kid, we did that at the synagogue, the parking lot Halloween thing. Yeah, the yeah. trunk or treat, right? But it was it, – it Yeah, something like that. But it was different. So in order to get the candy – you had to parallel park a Cadillac. <laughs> that was the, that that was the, the no. Not the, no. I, I'm just thinking about this uh, in Montana. <laughs> God. Like trick, I mean, I grew up in a rural part of Connecticut, but I would go to neighborhoods that have you know, cul-de-sacs that would have. There's well, not a cul-de-sac. That's that what state. I'm saying. Like, did you, was trick-or-treating even a thing for you growing up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but I mean, the town is like a mile across any direction, like yeah. it's one square mile. You could hit every house in town. You just walked up and down that's, the street. Is that and, like seven houses, though? Like, yeah, pretty much. I mean, it take you. It only take you a couple hours to literally hit almost every house. A couple, in town. What are you crawling? A couple hours to hit every to yeah, hit well, you're seven. Little. How fast do you think I can walk? <laughs> yeah, what are, you, are you running a marathon? It's yeah. seven houses. No, it's not that many. I just right. said it, but yeah, we know we had it. So that's interesting. Yeah. I always got jealous of my cousin who lived in New York, in in New York City, because I, he would just go to an apartment building. Oh, sure. And it's like 400 apartments. And it's like you're inside. Yeah. You don't have to worry about the rain or the elements or whatever, <laughs> the snow. And you just bang out like 20 houses a floor. Yeah, no, you can't do that. It's a, it's a marathon when you... <laughs>
have to walk all those blocks. <laughs> yeah. There's no cul-de-sacs. There's no, and, and they were, they were always, that town's full of older folks. So you always got a lot of popcorn balls yeah. and batteries and weird stuff. Yeah. They would just give you one dude. We always went, he used to just give you handfuls of pennies. Where this man got all these pennies, pennies I have yeah. no idea, but he'd just reach in this big bucket. He's laughing now with the coin shortage. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yeah, the, pe- the, the penny one. hoarder in Whitefish, Montana <laughs> is living. I can just imagine trucking home from trick-or-treating. It's like, and you know, like, well, I would go, I'd take a pillowcase, right? That's where you put all the candy in the pillowcase. Chuck has a fanny pack. Like, as a kid, a little six-year-old truck with a fanny pack. Yeah, yeah, I, what did you did get? I got thing. a candied apple, a Werther's, and a Werther's. Well, there's a lot of Werther's. You got a lot. That sucked. And you got a lot of Werther's. Werther's is good. Trick-or-treating yeah. in and Montana. 19 pennies. It's a good yeah. old um, person candy. All right, so I just want to know what, for the parents out there with kids, what are you going to do this Halloween? And uh, your thoughts on my theory that we will never live in a world without COVID-19. Two uh, very diverse topics on the Mark Aram Show right now. 404-872-0750. 1-800-872-Now, what is the 1-800 number? Don't even worry about the 1-800 number. 1-800-WSB-TALK. 972-8255. I do remember Twitter and Instagram. It's at Mark Aram. This is the Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. See if I get the phone numbers right this time. 404-872-0750-1800 WSB Talk. There we go. Uh, wow, what happened? All the calls just dropped off. We get struck by lightning. Rhonda's still there, though. What's cooking, Rhonda? How are you, buddy? Hey, Mark. How are you? I'm hanging in. How, how's life on the road? Oh, man, I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's nice right now. It's not as bad as it has been, but uh, I'm fixing to go by the airport, so I may lose signal. Real quick, my son... Uh, almost 30 years old. When I took him trick-or-treating, I used to take paper bags and a Sharpie and dump everything in single bags and label them. Oh, so what would you, how would you label them? What would you write, like crazy house or good house? Like, how would that work out? Well, if I knew the people, I'd put their names on there. And if I wasn't sure, you know, people just around the neighborhood maybe had moved in or something, I'd put their address. That's a lot of work. You're a good mom, Rhonda. Well, yeah, I'd, I'd go through it and sort it out, make sure, you know, throw the stuff away that wasn't wrapped, or if it looked suspicious or something, I'd throw it away. So I can't imagine Longoria doing that with, like, a clipboard walking behind your daughters being yeah, like... No. I just trust it. I'm like, oh, that's uh, good enough. All right, that's the Frederickson smells, house. Smells good? Yeah. That's yeah. Good. Well, I told you this story before. I don't know if you heard this, Rhonda. Uh, my mom was very particular about uh, baked goods at, like, school... Um, you know, we had the bake sales and it's like, all right, these mm-hmm. are the families you can eat from. Like she she would give me, she'd be like, all right, you can eat from the Johnsons and, uh, the Smiths don't eat from this, this person's house, whatever. She was the same way with, uh, trick or treating. Like we would skip houses. She'd be like, oh, we're not going to the Stevenson's house. Keep walking. I'm like, mom, they could have, you know, full size packaged candy, whatever. She didn't trust, you know, there's certain, I, I mean, that's true love right there. Right. That's a parent's love. Where, That's true, yeah. Yeah, where uh, Chuck did not have that option in Whitefish, Montana. If you skipped one house, we'll, that, that was 20% of the candy absolutely. you were going to get for the year. You had to hit them all. We'll pray for him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Rhonda, be safe, buddy. All right, have a good one. Thank Take you. Take care. I have, uh, so I've lived in my house for 14 years, and I think I've only put candy out once. You're that guy? Well, I'm never home. You're oh. that dude. Well, Wait, let, me, no, let, me, let, me, let me rephrase that. I've only been home during trick-or-treating one time. Okay. And I bought candy and no one came. What I will do is put like one of those orange plastic pumpkins out. Yeah. And throw uh candy in there. 
or if I don't have candy, I've got a lot of duck sauce packets <laughs> that I'll uh, that I'll put in there. Back home, you never do that with the plastic pumpkin. Yeah, because we would just take the just pumpkin. take the whole thing. That's why you always put out like a, a you know a Pyrex dish or or a big steel bowl. No kid's gonna steal that bowl. Oh yeah, they would take we, the whole. Oh, pumpkin. we would just take the whole pumpkin. Yeah, if you left a pumpkin out like that, don't do. You can't. Do yeah, that. I had some greedy kids last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, you can't do that. I had to tell one little kid to stop. Because she kept on grabbing. I was like, that's enough. That's enough. Move on. Oh, yeah. No, you really, you you got (laughs) to. Move on, girl. Move along, Sally. Move along. Um, You know what? Let's play uh, Does Alex Williams Know This Food when we come back. We got Alex at her disposal now. I forgot. We uh, got to dip into that well. Plus, your calls. What are your plans for Halloween with the kids this year, considering the coronavirus is still rampant? 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Phil Necro, inducting the Baseball Hall of Fame in 1997. You are listening to the Mark Aram Show. What other show would you listen to? I come from uh, Got to call an audible here. Chuck, can you come into the main studio? Chuck, Charles Thomas III, please yes. come come to the main studio okay. for a second. Sorry, folks. We'll get back to the show in a second. You smell something burning in here? What the hell is that? You smell anything burning in there, Longoria? Both of us I don't. left the room for a couple minutes, so something happened. I don't. No one went in there. Right. Fair enough. I just want to make sure, like, you know, they, they say before you uh, have a heart attack, you smell sulfur? No, that's... <laughs> you know, that's not, both of us no. are having a heart attack. Yeah, no, oh, I think it's true. before you have a stroke, you're, you smell toast, burnt toast. Right. If you see smoke, just keep me uh, keep me posted okay. here. Uh, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Uh, oh, Russ in Gainesville is making an appearance on a Tuesday. Russ, come here a minute. I want to talk. What's to going you. on, Russell? Hey, that was Phil Necro. Who is Phil Necro? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah knuckleball oh, or Phil so Necro. Cool. Hall of Famer Phil Necro. Hey, when I was back 100 years ago when I was in college, he was the highest paid baseball player. Really? Yeah. And, you know, it was like two, two and a half million dollars back then. What they make that like a day now? I know it's crazy, Russ. Um, I know Halloween's big in the uh, Russ and Gainesville household. What are your What are your plans for Halloween this year? You know, I was wondering something. I want to ask you something. Trick or treat? Where's the trick part? I don't know. What's the origin? So of the trick? whole point is like if you don't give them a treat, they're supposed to play a trick on you, like maybe oh. squirt a water gun in your face, or that's where the origin of trick or treat comes. Okay. But I'm pretty sure Russ's house is on that list where you don't go. <laughs> well, he's new to the neighborhood. Put a mouse trap in the bag or something. You know? He's new to the neighborhood, so I don't think they know about Russ just yet. Um, but yeah, so are you going to leave out candy? Or are you going to dress up? What are your plans? No. I don't know. I don't have any plans yet. I don't know if any kids are going to come to my house. I don't know. Uh, I'll get some candy. We'll buy some bags of candy, I guess. Yeah. Will, will Karen be in charge of handing out the candy, or is that you, something you'll do? You know, she can't see, so I'll do it. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Uh, what else you got for us tonight, Russ? Um, I can't think of anything. Uh, I was just curious about the trick-or-treat thing. Yeah. And, uh, I, I see. I want, and again, I, I don't have kids, Longoria, but I would imagine, and you, you too, Chuck. You mentioned this kind of that um, the the kids are excited for the costume, right? This is oh, one of the best so days of kiddom yeah. is Halloween. So I still want the kids to dress up. I just want it to be safe, and I think the church parking lot thing is a great idea. 
Yeah, that's what they want to do. Something. I don't know how they're setting it up. But. Yeah. Will you uh, will you stay at the house and and hand out candy to the trick or treaters? Uh, probably not. I think I'll go with my daughter. I will probably leave somebody at the house, my mom or something. Will probably stay and okay and do that. And fair enough. We'll wander around. All right. Thanks, Chuck. Russ, uh, we are back on this Friday, so we're gonna do uh, Never Have I Ever with Russ and Gainesville on Friday, buddy. Great, fantastic. Yeah, I usually go to a good party on Halloween, but this year, who knows? They yeah. might not have one. I'm, I'm not going to a Halloween party. What does party. Russ dress up as? Yeah, what are you dressing? What do you usually dress up as, Russ? Cowboy? What? One year I was Judge Judy. <laughs> that would be interesting to see. Are there photos of yeah. that? Mm, I don't know. I'd have to look. <laughs> Russ, I, th- I think Russ is camera shy. I don't think Russ like he likes taking pictures of his ladies, but he doesn't like taking pictures of himself. All right, all right, Russ, have a great night, buddy. You too. All right, uh, here's here's an interesting story, Chuck. Yes, I know sir. you uh, you are as intrigued about human origins as I am. Ready? Absolutely. Um, and I know some people out there think that humans have only been around for five thousand years. If that's your belief, that's your belief. I don't believe that. Uh, but this is from National Geographic and the Smithsonian. Human footprints have been uh, found in northern Saudi Arabia in an ancient lake bed. Okay. All right. So fossilized footprints that date back a hundred and fifteen thousand years. Yeah, I can see that. That's crazy. Yeah. Th- think about go back two thousand years. All right, the birth of Jesus and what what life was like then. You know, mm-hmm. like pretty pretty primitive, but. They had uh, writing capabilities, and they yeah, could language was fairly sophisticated. Domesticating they, you know, animals, whatever, and yeah. that that was just two thousand years ago. What was human life like a hundred and fifteen thousand years ago? I want to say it was right when the ice age, like glaciers, were starting to recede. Yeah, maybe I'd have to go look. But I think that's before the ice age. I might be wrong on that. I think the I ice age was we... like twenty to fifty thousand years ago. Uh, when when the uh, they crossed the Bering Strait mm-hmm. from Asia, and that's where the allegedly the natives. It's got to be very nomadic, right? Yeah. Like it's got to be like maybe you had really small tribes, but it's got to be very nomadic. Because continents were about the same position. You had some plants and animals. Glaciers rose and retreated quite uh, frequently. Okay, so archaeologists scouring the Nefud Desert spotted the impressions of the human footprint while examining 376 footprints left in the mud of the bygone body of water by such animals as the giant uh, extinct elephants, camels, buffalo, and the ancestors of modern horses. A new analysis published in Science Advances argues that the atomically modern human created the seven footprints between 112 and 121,000 years ago. If confirmed, the footfalls would be the oldest traces of Homo sapiens ever found on the Arabian Peninsula. That's pretty cool. That is really cool. I love stuff like that. I love yeah. when they, you know, they find some... Guy in a, in a glacier that yeah. died fifty thousand. I just find that stuff fascinating. The frozen like, ice man. Yeah, I just I, you know, and then they they able to just little details that they find. Like there was one, I don't know. She's really really old. She's got tattoos on her shoulders. Oh yeah I, yeah. The, the, I forgot some, but I just find stuff like that absolutely that's, fascinating. So that's a woman. That's an interesting story. They, Is that the Lucy? Yeah yeah yeah. I think so. There's another one they found under in an underwater cave off the coast of South America somewhere. And it was the oldest uh, skeleton. It was like a fourteen-year-old girl. They mm-hmm. determined that was in a cave that got flooded. I don't know what it ever, but like perfectly preserved. Oh, I remember yeah. that too. That was not too long ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I find stuff like that fascinating. Here's one you'll find even more fascinating, Chuck. Also from the Smithsonian. Um, 
scientists have identified 100 million year old sperm. Nice. In a postage stamp sized piece <laughs> of amber, the sperm belonged to an ancient ostracod, a tiny crustacean with a two piece shell similar to a clam and shrimp like legs that poked out of the shell's opening. The sperm is the oldest example yet to be identified, 50 million years older than the previous record holder, which was found in the cocoon of an ancient species of Antarctic worm. Listen, I'm ready for Jurassic Park. Bring it on. And this is another thing, Chuck. Uh, the sperm is gigantic. Nice. At least relative to the size of the creature. Well endowed. Uh, yeah, far. <laughs> the sperm was well endowed. Yeah, you're right. Like, the fact that that DNA is still... the Jurassic there? Park was way ahead of its time. Yeah, I'm ready for it. Yeah. Let's just do it and see what happens. Interesting. So it couldn't get any worse. I'm ready, yeah. Bring, bring on the dinosaurs. Yeah. I'm ready. Maybe that's how we defeat COVID. Sure. Riding, riding T-Rexes. <laughs> um, Longoria's busy, but I want to do, does Alex William know this food? He's working on the stinking... On the, the smoke? The yeah. <laughs> he's, he's worried about it. Does it look smoky I, in here now? I don't see smoke, but no. it definitely smells... Something. I think it's that light, the the red one, the, the, your on-air light. Oh, I think oh, that thing yeah. fried out. That always turns on, and I think it's that fried now. out. Yeah. All right, there yeah. you go. He's trying to work on it. All, All right, I'll well, see let's, let's get it. Alex Williams to know this food. We're not going to have the intro because Longoria's busy. You there, Alex? Oh, he's got to turn up by Alex Williams. Alex, right. you there, buddy? Yep. All right, so Alex Williams in the 24-hour traffic center. He knows traffic. He knows everything, but he does not know food. Does Alex Williams know this food? Does Alex Williams know this food? Does Alex Williams know this food? That boy don't know what that is. All right, Alex, tonight's food is carob. C-A-R-O-B. Carob. Do you know what carob is? Carob. Carob. Does a, Alex Williams know this food? A vegetable dish. Oh, that's a good guess. Carob is not a vegetable dish. Yeah. It's basically a chocolate substitute. Uh, it comes from the carob uh, plant, and it basically is a healthy alternative to a chocolate. It's it's speaking of Saudi Arabia. It's a big Middle Eastern uh, dessert kind of thing because they they couldn't get the chocolate in the Middle East and or healthy whatever. Healthy alternative. Why would you do that to yourself? I don't know. It's good. Know, right? uh, cherub cook. Cher- uh, chewy carob chip cookies, sweet carob fudge, uh, lux- luxurious carob brownies, hot carob instead of hot chocolate. Have you heard of carob before? I have not. I'll have to look Chuck, have it. you ever heard of that? Never. Well, I think it's big in the Jewish religion. I'll stick with my Sour Patch Kids. boy. <laughs> All right. Alex Williams did not know that food. That boy. I know what that is. <laughs> what was that? What was that, Randy? That boy does not know what that is. All right. Well, that's the top. I mean, no one else knew except me. So, and yeah, I did I that on the fly. It's not bad. Carob's not bad. Can you find can you it tell? Over is here? it like the difference between diet and regular sodas? <laughs> it's, you it's know, just, where you can definitely tell you're like eating I, a knockoff, I, like the new veggie burgers. Like, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Where they try to convince you? No, it's just totally. It's like it's not. It's just different. It's it just a different like taste. Okay. Maybe I'll maybe I'll find some at Publix okay. in the Jewish section. I think it's a Middle Eastern dessert ish, but okay. it's kind of chocolatey. Okay. Chocolate-esque. Um, real quick. Oh, speaking of food, do you know what I had today for the first time in my entire life? Food again. I am yeah. 46 years old. I had a uh, toasted Pop-Tart today for the first time. You never had a toasted Pop-Tart? Never. I mean, I Pop-tart eat them raw. I, I just grab them out of the package. That's what I've them. done my whole life. But toasting them is, is kind of a treat. Game changer. Yeah, it's fun. W- they're way better toasted. Yeah. I mean, the I've flavor. enjoyed them raw yeah. for years. But we have now, so now we finally got a machine back in the break room. I know. Uh, we don't have the full complement of the commissary anymore. It's so different. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but 
and they have Pop-Tarts in there. And this morning, traffic was really light. I was like, I'm going to toast this. We have a toaster in the break room, too. And I was like, I'm going to toast this Pop-Tart. The and filling tastes, it's like, it, it's 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 got a better punch to it. It was a strawberry tar- Pop-Tart, in case you were wondering. Um, but I think for going forward now, I am going to toast all of my Pop-Tarts. That's good. Yeah. 46 years. Hundreds of Pop-Tarts I've eaten. In college, hundreds of them. But always raw, right out of the package. I've never... Toasted you're food them. insecure. Somebody might snag it out of the toaster. <laughs> exactly right. Exactly right. We, we squared away Longoria. Do we know what's going on? No. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> no. But, no. but Longoria did some ha- some hard lifting there. He was. He was on the phone. He was he was, big Husky was in there. There was a lot going on. Yeah, I called everybody. Security, right. engineering. <laughs> I'm covering enough. my butt. All right. 404 872 1-800-WSB-TALK on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. Hang tight. One segment to go of the Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. Final segment of the show, and the phones just blew up. Uh, try to give her on real quick. Patrick and coming. What do you have, Patrick? Well, I agree with you on the uh, virus. Uh, we have the common cold. We have the flu of all kinds, and we have that now forever. Yeah, it'll be with I, us I've forever. Had the same thought. Yeah, and I, I think what's going to hurt us is that I, I I say twenty five percent of us. Chuck says less. We'll we'll get the vaccine when it's available. That that's not going to help matters. Martha is in Alpharetta. Martha, real quick, buddy, what do you have? Hey, um, I have another way you can eat your pop tarts. Okay. Is microwave them, and then when they're really hot, dip them in milk. But if you ever eat the s'mores pop tart, do the same thing and put ice cream on top. Oh dang! What am I dipping <laughs> them in? You broke up milk. You said dip my pop tart in milk. Yeah, but you have, like, once they come out of the microwave and they're super hot, dip them straight in the milk. It'll cool them down, but the inside will still be nice and, like, I am anti-dipping anything in milk. Anything, I think, is disgusting dipped in milk. My buddy used to eat Oreos. You'd dip them in milk. It's the and best. Chew with his mouth open, yeah. and the Oreos with the well, trap. You do do all that. It's disgusting. Uh, John is in Duluth. Duluth. Duluth is on fire. John, real quick, buddy, what do you have? All right, I'm 72. I have never eaten a raw Pop-Tart, nor have I fed my two daughters raw Pop-Tarts. Really? What do you think means? I, I think you're a good dad. And they pop out. Yeah, that's exactly right. I just, I don't know. I just ate the first one I ever had was raw. And I was like, oh, that was pretty good. I don't need that's to toast it. Yankee in you. You know, man, come on. <laughs> we, didn't, we couldn't afford a toaster when I was growing up. Actually, I don't think I ever had my mom never bought Pop-Tarts for the family. I just got them first time in college, and it was probably just laziness, right? Like, I want this now. I'm not going to wait 97 seconds for the toaster, but it was delicious. You should try it, Longoria. Rick's in Alpharetta. Rick, welcome to the show. Hey, Mark. Uh, first of all, congratulations on the marriage. Thank you, friend. Hey, listen, I wanted to let you know uh, there's a great comedian. You may have heard of him, Brian Regan. Oh, yeah, I love Regan. And he he does a bit on uh, the directions of toasting a pop tart. Really, I got to check that and, out. And as per your last caller, he also talks about microwaving. And he says, if I suggest if you got to microwave your pop tart, you got to loosen up your schedule. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was uh, it was so. So we have we don't have a toaster oven in the break room. We've got one of those old fashioned two slice toasters where you push the thing down. And uh, yeah. it and I made the mistake of not letting it pop up. I just turned it off because it was it was starting to get too hot, and it was a real struggle to get those things out of. The, I did like 
tip the, the toaster over onto a plate to slide them out. I mean, it was my first time ever toasting a Pop-Tart Longoria. Oh gosh. I was a rookie. But, uh, yeah, you know what? I'm going to do it again tomorrow. As long as we have that thing in the uh, break room where we can get the Pop-Tarts. You okay, Longoria? You look really stressed out right now. No, I'm good. You all right? Yeah. More more stressed now than than yesterday with Johnny Kilbasa? No, neither way. No. I'm you're, you're right? I'm no, right. You're still stoic? <laughs> uh, let's do Star of the Show then. Are you guys ready for the Mark Aram Star of the Show? Well, you might not be stressed, but you look stressed, so we're going to give you Star of the Show because you handled uh, what potentially was a damaging situation to uh, the moneymaker here. That's me. I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm the, wow, you don't have to laugh that hard. Uh, I thought, I mean, it's still, still yeah. small. Well, come in. You haven't come in yet. I have not come in. Right, come in during the break. <laughs> All right. Uh, what do we got tomorrow on the show, Deborah Green? Um, I think Ashley might join Ashley us. Ashley Frasca, Millennial it? Match Game, okay, yeah. Yeah, she hadn't responded yet, so I wasn't sure. Yeah, no, she confirmed this morning. Okay. And uh, Johnny Kilboss with a faster review on Clean Feed, which yeah, is always we'll, fun for Longoria. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Uh, we'll have a fun show tomorrow night. And, of course, tomorrow morning, wake up with me and Scott Slade and the gang for Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slade starting at 4.30 a.m. We'll continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram, Facebook Mark Aram WSB. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Go to sleep, you little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the all-sweet Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.